Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I was doing some research for this episode because I left it kind of open-ended. I was going to do a whole heroes section of all of the incredible activists and icons that were present at the Stonewall riots and debunk some of the more popular myths about them that I honestly didn't know. But when I started going deep dive into the history, I couldn't stop myself as usual when it comes to my research. But I realized I was getting way too deep when I started getting into debunking the Bible's take on homosexuality and how I didn't think Jesus would be a homophobe. It was just wild for me. So instead, I took a step back and realized I kind of wanted to talk about the concept of internalized homophobia, which before doing my research, I thought was something that could afflict everyone. But apparently, if we want to get really pedantic, by definition, internalized homophobia can only be experienced by someone who is not heterosexual. According to the queer inclusive clinical psychologist, Dr. Bethany Cook, internalized phobias happen when someone in a minority group has internalized society's take or their hatred towards them. And because of that, they have begun to direct that hatred that the sexual majority, those heterosexuals have directed towards them on an internal basis towards themselves. So in short, a straight person can't have internalized homophobia. They can only be homophobic, which makes sense now that I understand it. But I thought that was cool to share because I kind of took internalized homophobia as something everyone had. 
simply based on the fact that we grow up in a society, brah, and we are taught what to think by the means of that society, whether explicitly or implicitly by the things we see on TV or the way that our shelves are stacked or the way that we present and report the news. Because regardless of how incredibly open and lucky and fortunate and accepting and kind and loving your experience in this world has been, we live in a world where everyone is assumed to be heterosexual and Unless we explicitly state otherwise. And because of that, it naturally kind of implies that heterosexuality is more superior as a sexuality in general. And because of that messaging, it's really damaging to queer and straight people alike. There is a concept that goes along with this that I learned called internalized heterosexism. This is the fact that it is considered the quote-unquote norm for people to be heterosexual, and anyone that isn't is different or abnormal. And that internalized heterosexism is what happens when those beliefs have infiltrated your thoughts, leading you to believe implicitly or explicitly that heterosexuality is better in some way. And I think the way I was thinking about homophobia was a generalized interpersonal homophobia, which is something that happens between two or more people, whether it's a group or one person isolates or discriminates against and oppresses another person based on their queer identity because of the behaviors that they perceive as queer, either saying you look gay or you sound gay and using gay as an insult in general, or that perception that hanging out with queer people can make you queer or that you might look like you're gay if you know a gay person or if you wear a rainbow flag. And then there's the macro, the systemic homophobia that does occur when our culture as a whole has accepted the discrimination. So when religions, businesses, governments, organizations openly advocate or discuss the discrimination of a person based on their sexual preferences or their gender identity, it creates an environment that is just unsafe to be a human. So in general, it could be really important to remember a few things. One, You don't know anyone's sexuality unless they tell you. Two, internalized homophobia could prevent someone from exploring their sexuality, and that is none of your business. And three, as a human being, we are allowed to evolve and change, which means our sexuality is allowed to evolve and change throughout our lifetime. Straight cisgender people can have homophobic thoughts and feelings and behaviors, and when a straight cisgender person experiences that negativity about it, that's when it becomes homophobia, rather than just what I like to call in the biz, the human condition. But it happens all the time in microaggressions, like, oh, I'm not bi, I'm just going through a phase, or just diminishing your experience as a questioning or fluid or individual human being. Point blank, the fact that queer people have been purposefully excluded from history textbooks and formal education, in addition to the constant enactment of incredibly discriminatory laws, a lack of education, even for doctors and healthcare providers, a lack of healthcare. And let's not forget the bigotry that somehow persists based on individual religions that constantly and actively seek to destroy the rights of humans, which seems counterintuitive to me, but that's for a different episode. The point I've trying to make is the fact that we have been bombarded with this type of information since birth, basically. It is no surprise that we would think that queer people are inferior, despite that being so fucking untrue. 
But internalized homophobia can influence everything in our life, from our career we choose, to the partners we choose, to how we hold our partners to certain standards or stereotypes, to countless other mental afflictions and conditions. And I think it's really important that we ask ourselves why we feel ashamed or embarrassed when we start to feel ashamed and embarrassed, especially if that has to do with our gender identity or our sexuality. And you can do this by identifying your own shame with yourself or with seeing other people who are out and proud. Truth be told, in writing this episode, I cried a lot because I'm now aware that I am battling some of my own internalized homophobia. I'm an open bisexual person in Chicago, but when I go back home to Florida, there are some people I just don't discuss sexuality with, and it also has affected who and how I date. And in learning this not-so-fun fact about myself, I'm going to be more intentional with my discussions with the people in my family and certain friend groups if and when I see them again. And truth be told, a lot of what gives me the excitement to have the privilege to have this conversation with family members that aren't as accepting is probably caused by the momentum I got from speaking out against the anti-gay laws and legislation and sentiments in the government by being an activist in my community and being more open and and creating space for my queer friends and queer conversations and open discussion of things like this, even our darker, more sad and real thoughts. It is permitted a space for me to recognize my own privilege, but also recognize my own place in the movement and in activism in general. And it's a big reason I bring a lot of activism to this podcast. As much as I try to make things peppy and happy for morning stuff, I do think that there is something really motivational and inspiring about people who have already been doing the work because we remember we're not alone wherever we decide to get on. There are and have been guides that have done the work before us and trudged through so that we can create more and more open paths for future generations of activism as our calls to action change. Either way, I hope you're having a magical pride. I love you so much and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 